Hurt takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in! Touchdown! Jalen Hurts! The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again! Another touchdown! Hey, welcome back uh, to the Link lineup. This was weird because I just want to say episode 30 or whatever we're at, but we're not doing episodes anymore because why would we? There's no reason for it. You're not going to follow along this episodic journey like that. So uh, welcome to the uh, the show. Uh, it is currently Saturday, uh, December 16th, uh, 6 Eastern. That's when we're recording. So if anything changes after this, it's not on us. Uh, with me today is Bryce and Josh, and I'm, as always, Chase. Uh, we haven't been recording the past week and a half because uh, we've been sad. We've been busy, but we've been also been sad. Um, and that's what this podcast is going to be about today, is we're going to call it the State of the Eagles Address. Um, just because I, I'm curious to see what my fellow uh, hosts here think about the Eagles, because I feel like I've kind of made it known how I felt and uh, you know I've been on Twitter X all that I've seen how some of you guys have felt so you no know, we're just trying to get there we're trying to figure out what what can the Eagles do better and uh, how maybe we can fix the Eagles even though they're not listening to us but you know at least we can say we told you so if it does happen um, but that's what we're going to be talking about today we'll dive into um, the the Seahawks game a little bit, and then we're gonna, we're gonna let our our gambling addiction show, and uh, give you guys a couple uh, people to pick for uh, prize picks because I feel like prize picks is uh, more available uh, than most apps that um, there are out there, and uh, it's fun, and we'll win you some money. Um, so I guess the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, how are we feeling on a scale of one to ten, ten being absolute awful panic has set in there's no hope um and one being i feel very good about the team still uh bryce where are you at on this scale mm. uh, chase knows and josh probably knows after an eagles loss i am not the person you want to talk to <laughs> uh <clears throat> i think i don't know i kind of fly by the seat of my pants and just live in the moment when it comes to emotions and thoughts of a team. So these past two weeks have been pretty rough. <laughs> uh, at first, you know, I think we were uh, – thought we were honestly kind of cooked, <laughs> just kind of like this team isn't who we thought we were. Uh, but I think as it goes farther away from the losses, days go by um, – I'm honestly coming, becoming a little bit more optimistic because I honestly think that this is what that team needed the most <laughs> to kind of get your butt whooped and uh, let you know that there are people out there that, that are coming after you and on the same level, if not better than you. So uh, <clears throat> this is more of a – I view it more as a wake-up call. Um, and I think – I honestly think the Eagles have done – pretty well with it by uh, just based on like the media and getting on Twitter and looking at their interviews and stuff. 
they got the I think they have the right mindset going forward. Gotcha. And uh so part of me feels the same way. Um, but there's also a little bit part of me that uh has some concerns and I'll get into that after. Uh Josh, how do you feel um about this team? One to ten, you know, how you feeling? Yeah, um I would say I'm typically a uh pretty reactionary fan, you know, after a good win. I'm on top of the world after a bad loss. I'm like, you know, let's just tear it down and rebuild. Um the last couple of weeks have been tough and uh each game, you know, obviously right after I was pretty down. Um after having, you know, a little more time to think about it and process, I think Bryce is right. Uh this is what the team needed. We needed to get our butts kicked. We really haven't even though we have had a good record this season, we really haven't been playing up to expectations. Um and I think this uh was the motivation that we needed to get our butts in gear. I know we have a lot of good leaders, good veterans who will help right the ship. And uh, I'm confident that we'll turn things around. So overall one to 10 right now, I mean, I'm not as optimistic as I was earlier in the year, but I'm also not as down as I was after the last couple, right after the last couple losses. So I'd probably say like a four or five right now. I got you. Um, part of me is also in that same spot, but um, now that we've had a couple of days, to actually let it kind of sink in. Um, my first question to you guys is, uh, how many of you actually thought we were going to beat the Cowboys? Uh, raise your hand. Okay. You, well, you did? I thought we would. We oh, it. man. I I, had, I I knew going into that game we we weren't going to win. Um, <laughs> I, I had no faith. To me, I thought we were going to bounce back. Yeah, to me, to me, I think it wasn't – I didn't think we were going to win. I didn't think we were going to get our asses kicked, if that makes sense. I, a loss doesn't bother me. It's how you lose that really, really, really bothers me. Because, it like, that entire game just seemed like we were just not interested <laughs> in playing um, offense. That That's the thing. I'll go back, I went back and, like, watched the game again. Offense was doing great. I mean, we were moving the ball. So they weren't. Until they just fumble it away. I mean, but that's mistakes that you can clean up, though. Like that's stuff that you can that you can fix. Like you have the ability to take control of that mistake and fix them. There's stuff out there that is out of your control, and you can't do anything about it. But this is one of the things that you can. Yeah, I feel like uh, that's been the story of our offense this season. It's like we're able to move the ball with them once we get inside the twenty. We struggle. Oh, in between. In between the 20-yard lines, we are a very, very good offense. We get to the red zone, and we just forget how to play. It wasn't that was a big thing last year. Last year, it felt like we were always converting in the red zone. Yeah. And this it, year, it seems like we more often than not don't. It wasn't that way the past couple – or before the 49ers. We were we were doing pretty good in the red zone. But um, once we played the 49ers, it like the same thing happened again because, you know, we had two field goals against 49ers. Um and you know we can't can't have that against good teams. It just won't have, won't work out. Um, but um, yeah, so the Cowboys game, like I said, we didn't do a, a review show because I don't want to talk about it. It's also my birthday, <laughs> and uh, you know I don't want to be sad on my birthday. Uh, so you know going to that game, like like you said, Bryce, it's not the it's not like the fact that we lost is how we lost both games, but the 49ers and the Cowboys. I don't. I think they were closer than what the scoreboard would indicate because I don't know about that 49ers one. <laughs> well, if you remember, we were only down by eight 
in the third quarter, then everything snowballed. We then we forgot how to tackle, and Debo had like three touchdowns. Uh, the same thing with the Cowboys game. We we're down by eight when once uh, Jalen Carr scored his touchdown, but you know it just snowballed again. Uh, so what what I'm feeling is like I don't know. I don't know if you guys seen on Twitter. I forgot the guy that I follow. This guy's on Darius Slay's ass, and um, he's is he's it, like, is it the outside the birds? The birds or yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, he he is on his ass, and he, I'm he's, I'm like he's cooking. I'm like he's he's not wrong. He's not wrong at about a lot of things, and I don't know if you saw if you guys saw the clip on uh, his podcast. Darius Slay was like, you know, I played really good. He's like, but we as a team did not. I'm like, why are you why are you saying? Then why that? are you talking? Why are you yeah. talking? Why why are you doing that for? Like. Yeah, you played great, sure, but like we lost, yeah. we lost, yeah. and like you're a captain of the team, and who voted you as a captain? Because like last year you threw Josiah Scott on the bus. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. Why are you throwing people on the bus for? You are 33 years old. You no, know, you should not worry about what people say. Like we we know you're old. <clears throat> or people are giving you benefit of the doubt. Um, but like he's playing good. Don't get me wrong. But like, why why are you doing that? For? Um, and like. Like I said on the the show after the 49ers game, I don't know if you guys listened, but like I feel like this team doesn't have like a like a Chauncey Gardner Johnson type player in that locker room that's like feisty. It may it may be Jalen Carter, but Jalen Carter is a rookie and he doesn't feel that. It may be Sidney Brown, same thing. He's a rookie. He doesn't feel like he has he doesn't have a place yet. We don't have anybody. Jalen's um, you know, every time after the interception, just mm-hmm. just like staring off in space and. And like he never gets fired up, and like that's cool and all, you know, you know, you want to be all business like, but man, show some fucking fire, man, like he used to, you know. Because remember when he, remember he juked that Saints player out, and somebody threw his jersey on the field, he was yeah. fucking flapping that thing, and he's yeah, I'm the fucking man. What do you yeah. do that? What do you do now? He gets up and fucking dusts his thing off and just walks back. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, that was something. The and only then, time the only time I did ever see something from him was the this year was the AJ Brown touchdown. He, on Emmanuel Forbes, the first Washington one. Yeah, that's – I remember the camera panning to him, and he's sitting there screaming, and Lane Johnson's, like, throwing him around. And But other than that, that's all I've seen. Like, I, the thing that cracked me up the most after the Cowboys lost, <laughs> people were on Twitter just cooking Jalen Hurts because of that, because of, like, him being so even killed. Somebody was like – I pray to God I don't hear some corny ass quote. <laughs> I, I was the, waiting the for the standard. Conference. I was waiting for it. Keep the main thing, the main thing, or some some bullshit. I don't want to yeah. hear that shit right now. It works. It hurts. It like it works more winning, but whenever we lose, it I does don't not work. That. I don't want to hear a word. And then of course, like Sean decides, like we didn't play up to the standard. What's the fucking standard at this point, dude? Like, what's the standard? We we suck on defense. We are we are awful. Um, but did you see the report that came out today? About, yeah, that's not a good thing. That's not. I think. I think Sean Desai. I think. I think he'll be gone after. I think season. he's done. Yeah. And the thing is, I thought he was actually doing really well at the beginning of the year Hell for what he had to deal with, like what he had at first. Maybe, but I think once we start playing more competent teams, it was he's like, getting exposed. The fucker doesn't know what damn thing about football, <laughs> and uh, you know we 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 did get screwed over. And uh, I think I think Jimmy Kimsky kind of covered it. I don't know um, which article it was, but like you know, we had Vic Fangio in the in the, the building, you know. And then Jonathan Gannon's like, "I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking mm-hmm. leaving." And then of course, guess what he does? 
leaves. At, right after Vic Fangio already accepts the job offer in where Miami it was. Yeah. Um, they're like, I think we settled on Sean Desai. I don't think Brian Johnson is a like a problem anymore. I don't. Dude, I don't I, think he's bad. And what the? I think somebody is bringing it to more so because I was thinking. Me and you have thought it before, Chase. That somebody else is calling these plays because this is not. I mean, you don't hire the quarterback coach that you have in your building, knowing that this is the kind of offense that he's going to bring. There's no way that this offensive playbook is that simple. And so I was listening to uh, Shane Half and Johnny Page. Uh, if you don't listen, if you don't know them, you don't listen to them. They have a podcast with the Bleeding Green Network or Bleeding Green Nation. Um, it's called the On the Shane Page. They go over like the All Twenty Two and all that fun stuff. Um, and like they like they make sense. Like the offense is simple. It is what it is. It's a very simple offense. But it's also very effective because, like, you have star players. However, there are some times where, like, the star player doesn't beat the, the opponent. And that's what you're relying on with this this uh, this offense is AJ's got to beat the corner. Devontae's got to beat the corner. Somebody's going to eventually – somebody's going to win their matchup that play, hopefully. And if not, you have Jalen who can improvise. But I think Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni is a problem. I think last year he had – you know, he had – um. Shane, Shane Steichen, you know, and Shane Steichen got momentum and he became like a good offensive coordinator. And so Nick Sirianni backed off. I feel like Nick Sirianni just all up in that the play calling and like he has so much influence on it. And I feel like maybe sometimes when we start getting the groove, it's Brian Johnson and we're not giving him the credit he deserves. So he might be sitting there. I think he's catching know, a lot of hate that he doesn't. I that mean, he's not deserved 50 cent meme he's like what are they saying fuck me for you know <laughs> he might be the one calling the good place yeah and so we will never know that and because he's gonna be like yeah i called i called the good place you know that shit don't that don't work that's nick mm-hmm. but uh you know there's there's a lot of things wrong with this team i'm glad I, that brian in his press conference this week like took accountability to it that that was good to see like just like he apparently stood up to the team and was like, I got to do my job better. But I like you're sitting there saying, I don't keep feel like it's not, it's not Brian. Well, I think Nick has just got his thumb on every implication that's going on right now. And he wants, I don't know. But I also think Jalen is also part of the problem too. Cause I feel like he's, he's like, we got to get a home run here. And like, he's not going to be like, come on guys, we got to get a home run here. He's, but in his head, he's probably like, I need to make something happen, but he's not going to act like it. And so like, sometimes you'll see him check out a play. And then, um, like Shane Half and them were watching it. They're like the first, the first read is Devontae. He's wide ass open, but he wants to throw it to AJ because he he wants to make a play. Or like he'll check into his own run, like his number. You know, he'll call his own number, and it, it just doesn't work. And like we're like Brian Johnson, what the hell are you doing? But it's Jalen Hurts that's calling his own number. He, mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there's more uh, to it. Uh, Shane had a nice tweet. I'm gonna read it a little bit here in a second. But Josh, uh, do you have more confidence in the offense turning around, or the defense kind of finding its footing and becoming maybe an average defense? Overall, I would say I probably have more confidence in the offense turning around than the defense. Um, from my perspective, it seems like our offensive issues are more scheme based than personnel based. I think our offense is wildly talented all around. Defensively, um, obviously we have a lot of talent, but I think it's more personnel based than scheme based. Our issues, at least. 
so I think there's, I mean, there's only so much you can do when, uh, you know, when you have, uh, you know, the players that you have. And I think, uh, so I'm more confident that we'll be able to get the most out of our offensive talent than really revitalizing or revamping our defense. And, and Bryce, what about you? It's to the point with like the defense. I'm not sure if, I don't know if it's a lot of it is coaching or maybe even personnel. Because right? obviously we know we don't have the the ideal personnel that we could have for this for on defense. But uh, I'm kind of with Josh here. I think, excuse me, I think uh, I have a lot more confident, confidence in the offense getting it together and turning it around than the uh, – the defense, which scares me the most because you got to have defense. And when it comes into the playoffs, you can't just outscore everybody. Yeah. And so that, that brings me to this point, this tweet that Shane tweeted. Uh, basically, the title of it is How to Fix the Eagles Offense. And so the first thing that it says is Jalen Hurts has an expected completion percentage of 61.6% this season, which is the second lowest in the NFL. So that means that the plays that we're running, are like they're difficult. They're difficult throws. They're always gonna be difficult mm-hmm. throws. And so he's completing uh his completion percentage over expectation is plus four point nine percent, the highest in the NFL, which says that right now the system is making it as difficult as possible on the playmakers and the playmakers are performing above what expected. Which brings me to the point of what I said was like we want the the playmakers to win their matchups and that's what our offense is. Um so he says we have easy buttons, like easy play calls. And so what they're talking about this week was some of the things we're good at, we never run. Example, running back screens. Remember that Remember that angle screen we ran that worked and got DeAndre Swift out in the open? And he ran He ran like crazy? You know, where, where has that been since the Bills game? We haven't ran it yet. Uh, slants. Remember whenever A.J. Brown caught some slants against the 49ers and he ran like 20 yards, 30 yards. What, ha- what happened to him? We don't run him. Uh, on slants, we have we, the Eagles are seventh in success rate on slants, but they rank 22nd in usage. And then curls. Devontae Smith's bread and butter. Me and Bryce saw it last year in person at, at, against the Colts. We rank first in success rate on curls, but we rank 28th in usage. We're not running stuff that works we're trying to make things happen that's not going to happen at a high rate that's why sometimes we'll go three and out and it's like what happened as soon as we get the ball we're done and we wasted like 10 seconds off the clock we passed three straight downs um also we don't throw the ball in between the numbers i'm sure anybody is listening right now that is like a diehard he was fan saw a brown's like route chart it was go god awful go it was just go, just run straight, just sprint. He's doing suicide out there. Going right back, going straight, going, you know, coming right back, going back again. You know, um, it's like we have so much like going for us, and we're just not using what making it harder than it has to be. Imagine if our simplified offense just became a little bit more simpler and we could just make the easy catches. And I feel like even when we won the Super Bowl back in the day, remember that? Remember that time? That was a good time. Our offense was simple still. Mm-hmm. Our, offense, our offense wasn't this complex thing. Um, 
You know, it was it was easy. It was RPOs. We ran it with Nick Foles. Nick Foles couldn't run. He ran RPOs. You know, so uh, it's uh big. Also, the biggest thing is just we have to stop turning the ball over. Um, that's the biggest thing. You know, you can't have Jalen Hurts fumble the ball at the thirty yard line. You can't have AJ fumble the ball. Devonta, you fumble the ball in like the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, but you can't fumble the ball there. Um, there, there's like a, there's a lot of bad, but there's also there's a light at the end of that tunnel because this offense can't be bad for too much longer. You know, it can't. Uh, but the defense on the, on the other hand, I can't tell you what's going on with them. I mean, I can tell you what's going on the line. Uh, you guys see the uh, the chart of like the snaps played compared or this year compared to last year. Mm-hmm. Joshua's already played more than more snaps last year than or this year than last year. Uh, like I think even like to the Super Bowl, like that means Jeez. snaps. Yeah, he's tired. Joshua's tired. Hassan Rex tired. Everybody's tired. Jalen Carter played like 188, 188 snaps last year at Georgia. He's played like 300, 400 snaps. And Good grief. We had no rotation. And it's we got to start throwing Nolan Smith out there and probably Patrick Johnson. We got to get people off the field and we're going to give them breaks. And it's not like we don't have depth at the, especially in the interior and then Brendan Graham, obviously. But, um, you know, we got Tui, we got Jalen Carter, we got Jordan Davis, we got Milton Williams. Um, fucking let Moro Jumbo get some run. You know, yeah, we have people that we can, that have like fresh legs. They might not be great. Um, Looking at you, Patrick Johnson, but you know at least you have legs. Um, but um, you know, I don't know. What to, I don't know what to think about the defense. Uh, it is frustrating whenever you see a cornerback line fifteen yards uh, off the ball, and their coach is like, "Hey, let's just play pitch and catch over there. Get like an easy five yards." It's tough because a lot of a lot of possessions that the opposing teams have against us are just methodical and it, it's tiring to watch. Um, yeah. But I think, I think it's kind of size done after this year for sure. Uh, I think, I think this report that came out about Kevin Byron though, like wanting to do their own scouting reports uh, is pretty much saying that what, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Cause like Kevin Byard has been here for what? Five, six weeks now. He are, he's already called him out publicly about his play, play calling. Yeah. And like I, I trust Kevin Byard. He you know, he for what it's worth, he's he was pretty good. He's I think he's he, I think he's still good, but mm-hmm. you know, at least they're making some some adjustments um on the fly, I guess. Uh what else should we talk about before we move on to uh Seattle? I guess we can talk about the entry news. Mm-hmm. You got uh, what are we going to do without Zach Cunningham again? Darius Leonard, come see what you're made of. You mean Shaq? Oh, yeah. Shaq. <laughs> um, yeah, Shaq Leonard. Uh, he's long. He's very long. <laughs> yeah. And uh, speak, speaking of that, speaking of that, they brought up another good point. Have you ever seen, like, how we blitz? Our linebackers. It's almost kind of delayed, isn't it? It's always delayed. So uh they talked about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna credit this podcast as well. Um so like they talked about it. so like if they line up at the line of scrimmage, they always fall back into coverage. 
But if they're not on the line of scrimmage and it's it's like cover zero and it, everything else shows cover zero, they'll still be in a normal spot and then rush the quarterback. That that extra like split second that you give the quarterback is enough for a completion. Example, uh, what's the what's the tight end's name? Ferguson, Cowboys. Yeah. That yeah, that completion over Sidney Brown, that was because we were five yards off the ball and then we we're we're trying to run ten yards to Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. What are we doing, Sean Asai? The fuck are you doing? <laughs> there's there's times where I just don't even want to see him blitz anymore because it's it's been so bad. <clears throat> it's been the uh, Nicholas Morrow. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the 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 word to use here, but the masterclass game that he had with three sacks. <laughs> but uh, ever since then, it ain't never been good. Oh, we're calling him a steal. <laughs> yeah. Now we can't fucking stand him. Yeah. Uh, oh man. But uh, yeah, I don't know why we're blitzing like that. And then, of course, that play specifically, Kevin Byard blitz. Who's better than you know? Did Cash you see that they blitzed James Bradbury? Yeah. In the I, up the middle, he started playing linebacker. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I was like, what are we doing? I want to talk about this too. Uh, it's not James Bradbury. Keely Ringo did not have a bad game. He didn't. He, he had a he really he had a terrible and penalty. That, and I'm very excited. Very first snap too. Uh, he said, "Fucking swipe his face mask." <laughs> it's still a lot in of all, catch. In all honesty, I thought it was good coverage. Besides, yeah. like the pulling of the face mask part, but I thought it was good coverage. Well, I mean, it was great coverage if you fucking can't make if you can't see. But uh, <laughs> obviously, he could see because he caught the ball. Then he got cooked towards the end of the game. But like, it's growing pains. But at least he's like he has. I feel. I feel I'm okay. I feel okay watching him get burnt. You know why? Because I know he's going to try to bounce back. He has something to prove. Watching no place lay get cooked, which he doesn't get cooked because we line up 15 yards off the ball. But like, I'd be so mad at him because he, he you know, he he's big play slay. You know, like he's supposed to make all these big plays. Fuck him. I can't. He makes me so mad sometimes, man. And you know, maybe he sees this and maybe you know he gets all his fans. I'll call you like, out on Twitter. Yeah, maybe all his fans will clown me. Why not? I don't give a fuck. Like, just play better, man, and stop talking about I, I, I don't give a fuck. And he's out for the next couple of weeks, anyway. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely see how much he's worth. I'll, uh, I'm excited to see Kaylee play though, because uh, he's got all the makeup to be a really really good corner. Yeah, he's like, like he's six like, foot, right? Six foot taller, one, taller four, than that. I think, four, three. Like, I think he's like four, six, three. Three, six three. Yeah, yeah. he's a big guy. He's fast too. <laughs> run, you know. Yeah. He's not scared to tackle. Um, so it's all going to come down to – he's definitely his own corner. He's he's not really the greatest man-to-man corner, but he has all the makeup in the world to be a really good man corner. It's just them hips are stiff, boy. <laughs> he's got some stiff hips. You got to work on them. You can work on them. I'm working on <laughs> right now. Um, but – I can't wait. You know he's from Seattle area, and he he grew up uh, going to the Seahawks games, like practices and stuff. And oh, his really? family's going to be in attendance, so I hope he gets his chance to shine. And I hope I hope I hope they throw up the DK, and he's he's right on them, and he just goes up there and somehow just picks it off, picks it off, picks off that motherfucker. Austin's um, DK Metcalf. That'd, that'd be, be that'd, of, that'd be what of a way to start your rookie career. There will be a Keely Ringo jersey. On the way to the house <laughs> in Kelly Green, of course. Um, but you know, he did get a lot of praise from AJ Brown before the Cowboys game. So, yeah, 
You know, and we were all wondering where he was at. He's been really, he's yeah. been really good on special teams, but other than that, like, you don't, he doesn't. Well, we really haven't had like a need for him <clears throat> to play. Yeah, yeah but like uh, Darius, I can't uh, fucking stand to watch another Eli Ricks just get torched, well, dude. Guess what? He might be on the field. He might be. <laughs> he might be the starting cornerback, or Josh Joe. I don't want to watch Josh Joe anymore. I, I had high hopes for him in the preseason. I was like, that man might be good. Yeah, he's ass. Uh, Ever since the uh, the hit that he had in like the New York Giants playoff game towards the end of the game. Oh you yeah, ever, yeah. you ever remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I, the, I, thought, I, I thought you were talking about a negative play. I was like, I don't remember the negative play. So I was thinking, all I was thinking about was that damn Commanders touchdown uh, going overtime where he just he had the whole team he was doing. on the inside. He was like, oh, I'm gonna step on the inside and fucking I think it was Terry McLaurin or maybe Jahan Dotson was like, I'm gonna step over here. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm excited for Keeley though. This is all subject to change. Um, but I got I got high hopes for Keeley. I think I, he's going to be a good player. I think so too. I hope so. I I swear the hurdle my... the hurdle didn't help either. <laughs> I didn't, and especially because like the picture that I saw, it was like a little bit lower, and so like it looked like he was right here and like way up here. Yeah. Looked like he was flying though. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> he was parallel in the air. <laughs> Tried, but yeah, I, I don't know. I understand why they do it, but like, I feel like I've seen it too many times. If I was a smaller like guy, I wouldn't want to be put on a poster because that's a, that's equivalent to getting dunked on. Yeah. So I yeah. Mm, fucking run me over. Don't don't jump over me. No. Cam Jurgens is out too. Yep, Cam's out. Uh, what was it shoulder? Peck. Peck. Uh, another one. Yeah. Um, would you rather see Sewell or Tyler Steen? I don't know. I don't know. Because Tyler Steen. Tyler Steen played well the first Cowboys game. <clears throat> the time he had to start. Yeah. Saved our ass picking that fumble up. Yeah. Put him in there. Just fuck it. Put him in there. Who cares? <laughs> Let's get him in there. I, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I, I, the Seahawks defensive line doesn't really scare me. So. Dude, they traded for Leonard Williams, man. I don't fucking care. Look at me. Yeah. That guy was ass in New York. He's ass in Seattle. Yep. And who else was up? Everybody's good now. It's Zach, Cam. Darius. Darius. And then who else was out? Reed. No, Reed's he had a He had a full practice today. Zach, Cam. I feel like we're missing somebody. It's not. It's not Darius. I don't think it is Darius. Yeah, is Darius it? just had Darius. surgery. <laughs> I know, but like I thought he was on the injury. That's what, that's what I'm talking. D a g l e s. Uh, it is Darius. All right, never mind. Sorry, sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so um, he just had surgery. What do you mean? I know, but like I, I feel like he wasn't on the injury report. I thought like maybe it was. I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? Um. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on to uh the uh the game? Well, we covered a lot. Bryce, I think, I think I'm gonna ask you this question again. I want your final answer. I'm just realizing I'm just swapping my, I'm just like doing this my credit card. It's in front of everybody, so why not do it anymore? <laughs> um who so who do you think is gonna be the starting quarterback on Monday? The corner, corner, corner. Oh, what? Uh, I what? think it'd be James. 
I'd expect Keeley in there. Thanks James so. on the outside, Keeley on the other outside, and uh, Bradley Roby playing slot. Bump. We only got about a week left of that, and then hopefully Vontae will be back. <laughs> He's not going to be back. You don't I, think so? I hope he is, but I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. And if he is back, you know it's going to happen. We all know what's going to happen. Get hurt again. <laughs> just embrace it. Just enjoy it while you're watching it. Just every second you have him on the field, just soak this it This will in. probably be his last year as an Eagles, as an Eagles player. It won't be. We'll sign him for cheap because his injury <laughs> history and he'll be back. And then we'll have a career year next year and he'll command money. And then – We'll give it to him, and then he'll get hurt again for the rest of his career, and we're like, oh. <laughs> it's, what's, it's, it's going to happen. That's this. I really this, think we uh, – yeah. our biggest downfall right now, I think we definitely should have re-signed CJ. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. I've been thinking about all week long. Man, it would be nice to have him. Mm-hmm. Especially especially after watching the 49ers just punk James Bradbury in the pregame and just nobody yeah. doing anything about it. Oh, CJ would have probably threw fists and wouldn't have been able to play that game. He, he wouldn't have backed down from Trent Williams. Trent Williams pisses me off because, like, everybody's like, Ooh, he's, big, he's big and scary. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. Well, he, he won't say nothing to anybody his actual size. He won't say nothing to yeah, me. Exactly. Fuck him. <laughs> um, to punch Richard Sherman in the face. You got, like, 100 pounds on Richard Sherman. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. There's, there's, there's no dog on this. Team. Remember the dog mentality? Remember that shit? There's, yeah, where's there's that not, at? There's no dog on this team. Man. There is not one. This team pisses me off so much. I've been pissed off all week about it. It's like Taylor where's... Carter to me is our only dog. Yeah, maybe Kobe Dean from the couch. Hell yeah, dude. Look at, at, least, at least he has a little bit of dog. Hey, Kobe him. stood up to Trent. I forgot about mm-hmm. that in the conference championship game. Oh, Kobe yeah. was like the first one to like. Go blows with Trent, like start pushing each other. Yeah, I just, I, just, I, I just hate, I hate that we don't have CJ. Milton. Milton's a dog. I give it to him. I give it to him. But like, I want Jalen to be the dog. I want him to. I want him to be. The <laughs> you're guy. having you're having expectations you're for something that we absolutely yeah, <laughs> for something that we know is never going to happen. Remember when Carson Wentz would run, get a first down, and he fucking. Fucking get that gun and pow. First down. Remember that? Good time. I don't want to think about Carson wins. I don't either, but I mean. Is that where the season's gotten to? <laughs> I stopped me. I said it. I said it. When we were in Philly, I was like, I wish we had Carson Wentz back. Not really, but. <laughs> I, but, like, but like, the thing is, is like, yeah, like. Is AJ a dog? Fuck. After him dropping that ball and he. He's got punked out by Stephon Gilmore, dude. He died. Fuck, fuck AJ, man. I, he pisses me <laughs> off too. I don't actually mean fuck you, AJ. I love you to death. I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I'm just AJ sad. is so quick to talk shit to anybody. Like it's, it was the very first play on offense last week. You see at the bottom of your screen down here, yeah. AJ and Stephon <laughs> shoving each other. I was like, already? Why? Yeah, but like the last week, it was like, yeah, you're talking shit, but like. Like during the Do actual play, <laughs> like during the plays, you just you just seem uninterested. You don't seem like you want to play. And that's what happened. When I yeah. feel like everybody is like, "What's going on, man?" Yeah, but that's that's the thing I noticed most of last week. It seemed like nobody was interested in playing. Yeah, uh, it was weird. <laughs> like 
I'm, I mean, I guess I don't want Jalen to be like CJ, GJ, but like, show some fucking emotion. Stop being so cool, man. It's not cool. <laughs> Dude, he shut up. It's Quit not, being like that. I'm a hater right now. Yeah, I, you I, are hating, bro. I need, I need Jalen. That's his personality. I mean, that's it, not. It, it wasn't the first two years of his career. Well, the motherfucker's matured. He's he's literally taken over a team. What? I mean, he is our organization. What do you want? You want him just to just light an ass, light a fire under his ass, and want to chew out everybody? Well, okay. Where is the whole like you know the whole rah rah speeches at the beginning of the game? He's he's leading there. He's like, well, whip their ass, yada yada yada. And then the game. That's just the mentality that he has, dude. Fuck that mentality. That mentality is ass. That's why he lost two national championship games. I'm calling the Super Bowl a national championship. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I don't know. He's just locked in. He's like, he doesn't have time for yeah. the rah-rah. He's just locked in, in my ass. If you're, if you're so locked in, you wouldn't fumble the ball as much as you do. Come on. Don't give me a break. Bro, you're you're a fucking Cut hater right now. What crap. are you on? Oh, I am. I am hating. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I ain't never heard something like this from you, dude. I, that's you, it's usually me. Yeah, <laughs> turnovers is a good point. But... He's got ten interceptions, like twenty-five fumbles, man. What, what, what do you mean he's locked in? <laughs> Fucking lock out, then I guess. <laughs> uh, you sound like me, bro. <laughs> I'm the negative one, not I mean, you. I haven't talked this much shit about Jalen since last year when he got his ultimate team card and he was dog shit. You know, remember that. <laughs> That was, that was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it is what it is. I understand what you're saying. We don't have it. We don't. We don't have like a, the bully or like an enforcer on our team. You know who are well, Big Tom was? Rest in peace. Uh, he won't be on the sidelines the whole year. So uh, that's sad. Yeah, what is that? That's a crock of shit. He didn't, he didn't do anything. <laughs> no, he <laughs> because he touched the play. Oh my god! I mean, you suspended for the whole year. He's they said that he can come back in the playoffs, but like, what are we doing? What are we, what's going on here? That doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I'm scared. Why of big suspension That's the biggest anything... thing you got to worry about right now. <laughs> Why is his punishment longer than Greenlaw's? Exactly. If he's suspended for the year, Greenlaw should be. Hell yeah. Love that. Fuck, him. Fuck Greenlaw. I mean, it was down to a stick to slap to the face and just deal with it. Thing is, Don didn't even touch him. He exactly. Fucking, he, he just like pointed he at. Got him. touched. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'd be scared of Big Dom though. He looks. He looks I like he's. Too. He looks like he's fucking Italian. And uh, <laughs> he knows a guy. Yeah, he he looks like guy. he knows. He knows a guy. He's the like the insurance guy from the office. Like. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he also looks like he knows a guy that knows how to make a sub, like a nice, <laughs> nice cold cut. <laughs> I don't. So. Yeah. He's I respect it. Yeah, but uh, I think I've seen. Uh, do you follow Kyle Pagan on Twitter? No, it, it that's a good follow for uh for Philly sports. But uh, he said uh he brought to my attention. He said Nick Sirianni just needs to go in the city of Philadelphia and find like Optimus Dom. <laughs> just <laughs> hire somebody who's a bigger Dom. <laughs> <laughs> he said that would be uh that'd be the biggest troll thing to do. <laughs> you know. Since we didn't record after the 49ers game, I thought whenever Big Tom got ejected, I was like, oh, this everybody about to and, beat their ass. And everybody, like the crowd was fired up. I was like, we're going to win this thing. We didn't win that thing. 
didn't even come close. I thought that was going to be the turning point. I was like, this is it. I like this one. Yeah. Well, somebody, somebody's, there's, there's fires lit on their asses right now. Yeah. And it's, it's about to be a good thing. And then we, we, we struggled to score that, that possession. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe we're not going to win this thing. But, uh, yeah. That game well, let's, let, let's let's talk a little bit about that game since we didn't record on that one. Uh, <clears throat> how about our point of view of watching DeAndre Swift get the shit knocked out of him, dude? I don't think, dude. I've never. Oh God, I've played football ever since I was a fucking small child, and I've watched it ever since I got out of high school, like religiously, nonstop. Never in my life have I ever seen a hit like that, dude. I did. I saw I saw one earlier this year. I saw Sydney Brown fall with Terry McLaurin. Dude, this was worse, bro. I don't, I don't think this so. This was way worse than that. I don't Chase, think so. We were fucking 50 feet from that hit. I was too from the Sydney Brown hit. Dude, that nah, bro. I seen somebody on Twitter put the sonic coins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking thing on there. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he got the fucking coins knocked out of him. Uh, I was mad. And the thing was, did you see that hit coming? Because I vividly remember being at that, sitting in my seat, and I was like, dude, if Jalen throws this ball to DeAndre, he's about to get killed. DeAndre is going to get killed. I I already checked out. I checked out, dude. I I checked out. (laughs) To me, that that was like a nail in the coffin, though. And like you were talking about, I think me and you talked about it like off the air, but, uh, Nobody did nothing about that. Nobody, not one person. Nope. Nobody no, no muscle. I would, okay. I would have lit him up. I would have. I, he was dancing on him. He yeah. was dancing on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would have. No. Nope, not one person. Big fucking big bad Jordan Mylotta fucking fucking. Yeah. Happened. Fuck you. Fucking do something about it. Yeah. That was like the nail in the coffin to me. To me, that was like this team is just. Soft. This team just beat your ass, dude. Our, the Eagles are soft. That's what Demarcus Lawrence said, or was it Demarcus Lawrence? He said that he's like, keep on punching motherfuckers in the mouth. He's <laughs> like, they're not going to get up. We didn't get up. Yeah. We didn't get up. <laughs> I they thought didn't. about the meme. Let him get up. Let him get up. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else we want to shit on about the Eagles, real quick? Before we, uh... I did. Seattle game. I did want to. I did want to say. And I said it. La- I said it last week. Whenever I recorded by myself, I did have fun. I did have fun. That the Green Legion tailgate was awesome. I'm going to do that every time I go there. That was fun. That was worth it. If you're going to Philly, and you can get tickets to the Green Legion tailgate. Do it. The food's good. Drinks are good. Music was was good. It was good from what I remember. <laughs> I I wish we played the four hours every time because there was no better feeling than telling them fuck off, fuck you, little fingers up, and everything. It was a fun time. We fun. Lost. It was fun, even like during the game. I would say until like halfway through the third, and then once they started just taking turns, like we'd go three and out, <clears> and they would just fucking gash us. Yeah. Then I was kind of like, I'm, I'm glad I'm there, but I was like, you know, they scored six straight touchdowns. I wasn't, I wasn't having as much fun at that point. I was having fun <laughs> until I so I turned around, uh, like I think Debo got hit or he dropped the ball or something in the first quarter. And I turned around to the people behind us. I was like. I was like, see this right here? This is a real, real, a real water seat. Debo proceeded to score three touchdowns that game. Uh, I, didn't look, I didn't look at him the whole game. I was yeah, like, I I'm, done, I'm, I'm done shit talking. Well, this is not yeah. working out. And that Christian yeah. McCaffrey guy in front of us. Oh, my God. I was letting him have it, dude. Uh, I, you know how proud I'd be? 
these motherfuckers behind me talking shit the whole time, and then all of a sudden they got quiet. They didn't say. <laughs> I, I will I'm say, still here. fuck him. Those people behind us, they were they were letting them have it the whole time. They oh, I, saying, thought they, I thought they were gonna fight. I thought he was gonna go down and beat his ass. They, they, they were saying some crazy stuff that I can't say. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. It was bad. There was some, there was some racist remarks. There was some. <laughs> yeah, and one of his buddies was like, "All right, come on, that was too far." <laughs> They called him a, a pedophile. <laughs> I was like, where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> like, just pressure from? on your chest. Like, no. <laughs> I was like, all right. But, you know. But it was he, a wild place, man. It was funny, though, because, like, they were, like, the games that way. Because he would look, look around. We didn't watch yeah. the game half the time. watching the screen. I was like, what the yeah. hell are you doing? Um, you paid all that money to watch it on the screen? God, I want to say this. I didn't enjoy the seats this year. I don't know why. I didn't enjoy them. Really? Yeah. Maybe because I was tired and like we were, we were like coming down from our little buzz that we had going, but like I couldn't like follow the game from where we were sitting at. I was like, man, that game's so, they're, like, they're far away. It also didn't help that every time the Eagles were coming this way towards us, they just were stuck that on that yeah over there. Yeah, and then you know watching Debo run towards us was 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 fun, I guess, right? And they were like they're taunting us and it. it it lit a fire under my ass. <laughs> Fucking put, put me in. Yeah. God damn it. Put me at least in. Me, at least I'm not going to run a play. Let me just go throw a punch. Yeah. I'll fire somebody. <laughs> yeah. But uh, have, my, have my gold chain on. Feeling good. Yeah. Looking good. I want to play that team again, though. I do. I really do. That was rough. I don't oh. know if it, if I think it'd be the same result if we play them again. No. No. It won't be. I think. Actually, I don't know, dude. I've talked. That's so much, what <laughs> I've talked so much shit about the Eagles. I'm like, yeah, they'll bounce back, dude. But like, they're, who's the leader in that fucking locker? Who's the one that's gonna? I say Fletch is. Fletch is. Fletch is usually not a person to come out and do interviews, and you know what I mean. Like, you rarely see Fletch as somebody to step up and talk about it. These past two weeks, I've heard Fletch talk more than I ever have. I, I think. I think if we go into these next four weeks. And we start beating the shit out of like the Seahawks, Giants, and Cardinals. I think we'll be fine. But if we start, if we are barely getting by again, like with these games, I don't want to watch the playoffs. To be honest, <laughs> I don't want to watch. I don't. I I hate to say this, but last week was the very first time I've ever turned a game off early. <laughs> I didn't turn it off. I watched that. I was fucked up. No, I was I, like, whatever. This was I, that was the first time I've ever turned a game off early. Uh, well, you know, Caleb... now I'm trying to remember the point where I turned it off. I think it was Devontae's fumble. I was like, nope, clicked it off. I said, nope, not doing it. Well, I'm not watching this shit. Uh, Caleb's dad was a Cowboys fan. He oh. he was like, because I'm looking, like, creeping around the corner, looking at me. And I was like, hey, nothing you can say to me, big dog, is going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> it's not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> nothing. Nothing you can say is I've said worse about this team. So like go go ahead. Fire away. Fire away. I am my own biggest critic. There's nothing you that you could say to me. I, I told you we were gonna lose. I told you we were gonna lose. It's, it, it's okay. I, I am at a I'm a I'm at a place of like just peace right now. You know, I'm I'm mad about it, but like hey, I already knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. Like I said earlier, I don't I don't care about a loss. I think it's how we lost. Just getting it, embarrassed like that. I it, I and like I'm I said getting embarrassed. I think we were close, and then we just snowballed, and that's where I feel like the leadership should like step up and like be like, we can't let this happen. 
It's hard for me to hold against the defense, though, because how many fucking snaps they're having to play because the offense cannot move the ball. Yeah. They can't – I mean, they, they have no time to catch a fucking breath. So, I mean, at some point, fatigue is going to set in. <laughs> You're hey, going to be tired. It's already said. Also, uh, side note, why the hell is Zach Moss trending? He's having a big game, I think. Oh, please tell me. Yeah, he's so – Oh, never mind. Now he's hurt. Now he's out due to an arm injury. But he was having a good game. It's, it's, it's too late, man. I already lost my fantasy matchup. <laughs> How, Chase? Because uh, Kendall started the Raiders' uh, defense. He had 25 points from them. Uh, he started the Zamir White. Had 17.5 from him. Zach Moss has 12.3. Um, I project to score 120. Kendall's project to score 152. So uh, Projections don't mean nothing in fantasy. You know You're this. right, but also Jalen Warren only has six points. So, uh, all right, we've done enough talking uh, about the Eagles. Let's talk about uh, Monday. Uh, the Seattle injury report, as far as I'm concerned, I believe only one person on there really sticks out to me, and I think it's Devin Winter- you know? Witherspoon. Oh, fuck, fuck, Gino. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather fucking I'd rather play Gino. Give me Gino. Really? Yeah. Uh, Jamal Adams is questionable. Devin Witherspoon is questionable. Geno Smith is questionable. Uh, so if Devin Witherspoon misses the game, that's uh, it's pretty big because he's he's solid this year. He's like, if he doesn't win defensive rookie if, of the year, yeah. If Jalen Carter doesn't win defensive rookie of the year, it's going to be Devin Witherspoon. Uh, Christian Gonzalez never got hurt. He had, he was making a good case for it. I forgot about, about him. I'm wearing him. Yeah, he was nice. We could use him <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, Jamal Adams uh, is questionable. That's uh, that's huge for the Seahawks because they're probably better uh, without him. <laughs> come on, baby. Come on. Come play. Tough it out. Tough it out. Cause we need you. you. You can blitz all day long, but you can't cover with the shit. So, <laughs> come on. Um, but, I, so going into this game, so everything about like the the history of these two teams is like negative, right? Because like we haven't beat them in fifteen years. Yeah, uh, last time we played them, I believe was the playoff game. Yeah, and uh, Josh McCown, baby. Yep, remember Carson Wentz? Remember that time? Well, we're like, man, Carson about to put the whole city on his back and take us to the big one. Nope, lasted a fucking Davion Clowney dive bombed the back of his head with his helmet. <laughs> He was a damn torpedo. Um, and that was reps for, for Carson. I was I was, Carson as we knew it. Yeah. I was so deflated whenever that happened. Scrimmage I was oh dude, I was I was I was gutted. I, I was gutted. I was like, what have I done to deserve this? You know, because they made it a, they made it a huge deal. <laughs> because I remember they were talking about Carson's wife had to go into the locker room and everything. I was like, is he fucking dead? I was like, what? Oh. I did I forgot about that. Yeah, they're yeah, like, you that? Yeah. Oh. yeah. He was <laughs> crying, man. He was upset. He wanted to kill himself. <laughs> man. What a time. He had to settle oh. for killing his career. But... Yeah. This is a backup, I guess. I miss Carson, man. Remember those times, man? Shut up. <laughs> that one uh, season. Uh, that one season, man. It was Actually, his rookie year was pretty 
pretty good too. It was promising. We were like six and ten, I think. But yeah, I remember that first game against Cleveland. I was like, "Yep, this guy's good." And then that next year, I was like, "This guy's great." And then I just (laughs) never the same. Pretty much. Uh, Same thing with same thing with Jalen. Yep, peaked in the second year. Shut up, dude! I want to tank for Caleb Williams. (laughs) I don't want him. (laughs) Fucking ground the sidelines. I already have Mr. Cool over there. I don't (laughs) want Caleb. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Cool over Caleb. It's better than just. No, no, I I don't want to see my quarterback crying. Show me some emotion. I want him to care. I want him to care enough to cry. We would. I don't want to see my fucking. I don't want to see my NFL quarterback jump into his fucking mama's arms (laughs) and cry like a little bitch. Are we serious? Can you imagine what would happen if that if that happened? You know, we're you, the laughing stock. We'd be a fucking laughing stock. Dallas Cowboys Twitter would be fucking cooking our shit. Yeah, and then imagine like whenever he's like after like we're down, and they're getting booed. In Billy. Oh, he's crying. Because he's, he's getting booed. <laughs> he's crying on this halfway into the locker. Yeah, the camera zooms in on him like the line of scrimmage. He's like, just, you can see him tearing up on the field. <laughs> fucking hands like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got off topic again. Uh, so uh, Seattle, I feel like too early to start talking about Mike Graff. Yeah. It's never too early. early yet. <laughs> never too early. Uh, I think, I think I feel okay going into the game. Um, it's a trap. I, I don't. Even, I don't even know what to feel to be honest with you. It's just, being an Eagles fan this year has been deflating because, like, <laughs> what? God, dude. You no, 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 like, that's, really that's true. I just felt like, like that all no, year. No. Even the wins haven't felt good. Like, hear me out here. Because, like, we're 10 and 1. Everybody's like, dude, your team's a fraud, like fraudulent. So you fight back. You're like, yeah. You're about to, we're about to play, play the 49ers. We beat the Chiefs. We beat the Bills. We could be anybody. Get fucking throttled by the 49ers. Then proceed to get throttled by the Cowboys. What are you, there's no fight in me right now. I feel sad. I just want to <laughs> curl up and cry. I want to be Caleb Williams for a day. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it has. Well, why are we talking about Caleb Williams? Anyway, I lost all faith in, in, in the uh, Caleb Williams number one draft pick hype when I went to watch him play in person. That guy's ass. That guy's fucking ass. That's he so threw three hurts. picks. Yeah, he threw three picks against yeah. Notre Dame, and I've seen that shit in person. <laughs> I was like, this dude sucks. This is your yeah. number one pick? You kidding me? All right. All right. Hold on. Serious chase coming back in. I don't think Jalen hurts his ass. I, I just wish he showed more emotion. It's frustrating to watch, and I feel like I feel like seventy five percent of like the Eagles fans feel the same way. But it is what it is. If he if he wins, we love him. If he loses, we hate him. That's just that's the way that's where it is. Um, going into this game, the way the world works, buddy. Yep. Uh, going into this game, I feel okay. I don't feel great. I don't feel good. I feel okay. I think we'll win to the point to the degree of a win we get. I don't know yet. I don't know if we blow them out. I don't know if we barely straight by. You know, if we do blow them out, I'll be on top of the world. Nothing can, nothing can pull me back. I'm good. I'm great. I'll feel fantastic. If we barely beat them, this right here isn't changing. I'm going to be the same way when we record next week. I'm going to be sad, defeated, depressed. Uh, But, no. I don't know. Bryce, what do you feel? Um, I feel good going into this game. Like I said earlier, I think this team is done. They are the one thing I've liked seeing about this team. They're using 
like every media thing that gets put out, like interviews, player interviews, and little snippets of like the media team, like their even their captions. It's all like it's all about adversity and how you get through it. <clears throat> and uh, the best way I've always like always known to get through adversity to go back to what the basics of what you were doing. So in this instance, go back to literally your just your fundamentals <laughs> in football, stuff you've learned as a kid, and um, everything else will take care of itself. But we just got to – we got to get in a rhythm, man. I feel like we we just cannot get in a rhythm of anything. And But I feel I feel all right with going into this game. Tell me how you feeling. Um, I know I'm consciously optimistic for this game. Um, I feel like, well, I mean, if you asked me a few weeks ago or any any point before these last two losses, I would feel like this was the best chance we have to beat Seattle in a while. Um, I'm really curious to see how we respond in the last two weeks because obviously, you know, those are those are two of the best teams in the NFL. Um, Seahawks obviously aren't that caliber of team, so I'm curious how we're gonna respond and how we're gonna, you know, come out this week. Um. I mean, I feel like we just have too much talent and too many guys who are too used to winning to let this be the end of our season. I think that we're going to respond at some point. And, uh, you know, every team has their rough patch of the season, so hopefully we're just getting it out of the way now. No, nobody has a great season the whole year. So, yeah, it's a rough patch, but I think we're going to turn it around hopefully this week, but maybe not. And that's what that's what I was kind of thinking, too. Like, I was trying to be, like, you know, pretty level-headed. Are the Cowboys and the 49ers peaking at, like, the, the wrong time? Like, is it too early? Because, like, there's still four weeks of football left before the playoffs start. And so, like, I'm okay with the – part of me is okay with, like, the Eagles struggling now because you're going to have four weeks to get it right. And I pray to God this doesn't backfire when I say this. But you know how, like, Alabama plays, like, fucking uh, – give me, give me a, a small school. Um uh, Alabama playing Furman University, right? You know, it's a tune-up game. I'm not saying it's different because it's the NFL. Like the Giants are still a professional team. The Cardinals still a professional team. But like this is, this could be like a tune-up type type of thing. Get your get get your your confidence back. Get your mojo back. Jalen show some damn emotion, and you know we we'll be back. Or. We'll struggle to win against all of them, and we'll be riding very, very low going into playoffs. But like, I think, I think we'll, I think oh, this is, it was kind of the same way last year. Because we fucking struggled against the Bears yeah. and uh, lost to the Saints, lost to the Cowboys. We barely beat the Giants in that last game. Oh, against their backup, I think. Oh, we were all cooked. Yeah, I don't know. I think. I love Jalen. I think he. I think he'll figure it out. We might win shootouts. We might have to win shootouts. Um, that's just that is what it is. Um, <clears throat> so Josh, my thought to you first. Um, give me your score prediction for the for the game on on Monday. Score prediction. I'm gonna say Eagles twenty four, Seahawks. 14. Nice. Nice. Uh, that'd be nice. Uh, Bryce, give me your uh, your bold prediction. Score prediction. It's not going to be bold. You're probably going to say like 24-21. Uh, 
That's what I was going to say. And I was like, I can't do that again. I cover the spread at least. Mm, 27 13 birds 42-21 yep. Think this fucking offense puts up 42 oh, points? Yeah. <laughs> Eagles are going to do it. It's going to happen. It might be like 42-17 because I don't think everybody's going to score a touchdown but I think like I said the past three weeks Four weeks, probably five weeks. This is the this is the team we're gonna, we're gonna blow them out of the water. This is it. This is the team. Uh, so we both, we all three have the Eagles winning, and this seems like the the consensus thing around the uh, the NFL. Uh, so our our newest latest segment we're gonna do is new prize picks. Um, you can bet up to I think six total lines for. Was it 25 times the amount you bet on or something like that? I can't remember if it's 20 or 25 times. But uh, so we're going to give you six, but three of them are going to be uh, during the Eagles game and three will be uh, during the Sunday uh, that or the games the Eagles are playing on. Um, so if you want to combine all, all six and, you know, tell us, you're welcome if you win money. Uh, but just remember, we're not experts and, you know, it is a game of, of luck and skill sometimes. Uh, so, uh, Bryce, give me your Seattle-Philly uh, pick for your prize picks pick. <clears throat> prize picks pick. All right. So, a little controversy on this one because oh, yeah. <laughs> we have definitely stated on this podcast alone. This one right here. Probably two episodes a, ago. Yeah. We are not a believer in this guy. We think this guy fucking sucks. But Price Picks has his line set fairly low. And for whatever reason, our offensive fucking our offensive coaching staff has a huge belief in this fucking idiot. Yep. And we don't know why. Kenny Gainwell over 13 and a half rushing yards. I'm hammering that. I don't know why I'm hammering that, but I'm hammering that. I mean, I think he's probably broke it every past couple of games. Yep. Yeah. And they'll always he will get his touches. He'll get his touches. Unless he's not. Rash- <laughs> he's not Rashad <laughs> Penny. It doesn't matter. This motherfucker, he can be active. Oh, We've seen this before. Man, Rashad Penny's gonna come out of the woodworks and just run for 180 yards. Four tutties. He's gonna pass one too. It's just a fucking Jack stole, baby. It, it, it's, <laughs> this is if be a that great ever <laughs> happened. I'm you need to buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> Seven rushing attempts, 180 yards, four touchdowns, one passing attempt, 62 yards. Jack stole. I don't know how Jack. <laughs> I don't know how Jack stole got to 62 yards, but. <laughs> if he starts off six yards downfield, then maybe. Uh, Bro, so here, here's, here's how you set it up. Everybody that is important on the right side, Jack's holds blocking, and he just leaks out very slowly. The whole field was all, everybody's on this. Everybody forget about Jack Stoll. And he just leaks out. Rashad Penny with a fucking dime. And we'll say you heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, you put a dollar on that and probably win a million bucks. <laughs> I, probably like a billion, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
they would pay. Would... They, they would pay me out. They would. They they'd investigate. They'd be like, he knows something. <laughs> Either you would be contacted by the FBI, or you would have a new offensive coordinator job. <laughs> or, or next, I'd have next week. Or I would have some big dom on the fucker at my door <laughs> before I go to work one morning. And that'd be the last time you hear about me. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, looking looking forward to that. Please, please actually don't have because I don't want big right, Chase, Give me your give me your Eagles pick. Uh, this one's easy. I felt like this one's really easy. Uh, Devontae Smith right now is set at 58 and a half receiving yards. He has surpassed that uh, for the last five. Uh, pretty like convincingly. Uh, the only time he didn't do it was against Dallas. He had 51 of the first first game against them. After that, he's had 99, 106, 96, and 73. I expected to continue. Um, so give me that one. Uh, Josh, I know, I know, I know where yours is. People might not like it, but if you are a realist, you understand. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, big Eagles fan, but when it comes to sports betting, got to be realistic, got to follow the money. And uh, I think there's no no chance that DK Metcalf does not get over 63 and a half yards against us on Monday. He might get that the first play of the game, and I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Uh, who's going to cover him? Who can cover him? Even if we were fully healthy, no one's covering DK Metcalf. He's he motivated. He's having a monster last few games. They're fighting for a playoff spot. They're on the fringe. <laughs> Literally. Fighting. He hates the Eagles. He hates the Literally Eagles. fighting. He hates the Eagles. I, you know, I, I'm hammering that. There's no way he doesn't get 63 and a half yards. Hey, by the way, this might be an unpopular opinion. He fucking punked Fred Warner. In my opinion, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Also, Fred, Fred wasn't innocent. I don't know why. Exactly. That's that what I'm from. saying. Yeah, Fred, Fred was not innocent. Dude, Fred dove on the back of his head. Yeah. You Fred. think I would? If somebody dives on the back of my head, you think I'm going to get up and just not say something at hey, least? Hey, Fred, you're a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate fucking Fred. Warner. Stupid ass. If you're the size of DK Metcalf and someone does that to you, you're not gonna. You're just gonna be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> DK is big. He, he DK is, might he be the most fuck. physically imposing player in the he, NFL. He is hashtag blessed. He's like LeBron out, <laughs> out, out, on the floor. Uh, but you know, it is. What I'm it is. a DK Metcalf fan. I like DK. Yeah, I really wanted him at Ole Miss. I really wanted us to draft him. We didn't. We didn't. We, we got a uh, uh, fuck. What's his name? I forgot his name. JJ. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't think of his name. JJ Ortega Whiteside. Man, well, I don't, what were you thinking? All right, anyway. Uh, Bryce, give me your uh, non-Eagles uh, right. game pick. This is kind of a random one, but I like it. I like the play. Give me Rashad White of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 19 and a half receiving yards. He's broke that four of the last five times. What? No. Yeah, yeah, four of the last five times, and – they're playing against the Green Bay Packers for whatever reason, gives up a decent amount of receiving yards to running backs. And Rashad White, that's honestly kind of his game. He's a very good receiving back. So I like it. Josh, what is your uh, non Eagles pick? Uh, so my non Eagles pick is Gabe Davis over 33 and a half receiving yards. Um, he actually, I mean, Looking at his stats, he hasn't hit that a you know handful of times this year, 
But when he does get a catch, because he's had a few games with actually zero yards. But when he does get a catch, he gets over 33 and a half, like every time, except for once or twice. He's either going yeah. to get it or he's not. He's going to have zero zero yards or he's going to have 125. Yeah. And uh, and he had no yards last week. So I feel like he's going to be itching to get some production this week. And they're going to yeah. need to spread it around because Dallas secondary is pretty good. So. And then he's going to do that little thing that uh, Shane, uh, what's the name? Gillis told him to Shane do. Gillis. <laughs> I love Shane Gillis. <laughs> that one. Uh, right. I got uh, Alvin Kamara getting over 37 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he typically hits it. Uh, last week he had negative 11 receiving yards. I don't know. How do you get that? I guess he ran backwards. But uh, they're playing the Giants. And uh, I think he'll get it. I think he'll get it. It'll be uh, pretty easy. <clears throat> uh, I should be uh, probably making a graphic for you guys so I can put it on X. And if you guys want to, like I said, if you guys want to tell us, good. And you're welcome. Um, if not, uh, sorry about it because you just missed out. Um, but yeah, that was the episode. I feel like we ran a lot longer than um, thought we were going to. Just look at the time. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we started recording. Um, but uh, for those of you that are still listening, thank you. Shout out to you. You make this worth it. Um, yeah. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Google, Amazon, wherever, leave a review. Um, let us know what you like about the show, and uh, you know, leave a good review because that means the world to me. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube. You have so many other things to be watching, but you watched us. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Tell me you love me. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much wraps it up. Uh, make sure to follow us on all socials that we're so active on um, at the link lineup. And uh, yeah, you, you'll get your, uh, you'll get your money's worth. We can promise you that. Uh, but yeah, it's been a good one. It's been a good one. It's been a long one. Um, but as always, till next time, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.